0: So you get your first customer, how many customers are you serving today?
1: 110.
0: 110, okay, holy mackerel. So I mean, can I take 110 times 2,000 average ARPU, you're doing about $230,000 a month in MRR? Uh, A
1: little north of that.
0: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. Hey, folks. My guest today is Palash. He's the CEO and co-founder of GoldCast. It helps B2B marketers throw events that drive pipeline. Their long-term goal is to become the marketo for B2B events, helping enterprises deliver, scale, and measure events that drive revenue in an integrated platform purpose-built for B2B marketing and sales teams. Palash, you ready to take us to the top?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm excited.
0: This is a very competitive space, right? You've sort of got Visabo, VFairs, uh, Hopin, you know, all these guys. What's your unique yeah. mousetrap here? Why are customers signing up for you?
1: Yeah, Nathan. So we, are, we think of ourselves more as a revenue-driving platform that uses events as a channel. So our positioning is really hold on this one vertical of B2B marketers and how they can use events to drive pipeline and, you know, grow their business. And so we think of our space versus, say, Hopin and Visibo, something like Intercom and Drift, right? Intercom. The horizontal, we are doing the vertical like 100x better in a big vertical. And so the, the things that we do uh, uniquely are, are integration analytics, workflows in the back end that matter to the B2B marketer, help them work with sales, the existing tools, and, and drive results from their events.
0: Okay, this makes sense to me. Tell me about uh, what customers are paying today on average per month.
1: Uh, our ACV
0: is 25 grand. Okay, got it. That's very easy. Does everyone pay that same price?
1: No, Nathan. So we have contracts that are you know, all the way from 10K to 230K, but mm-hmm. mostly in that in that ballpark, 25K.
0: Interesting. So your biggest customer pays 270K? 230. Oh, 230K. And so yeah. what, what enables you to charge, you know, someone way more? Is it number of attendees? What's What do you upsell against?
1: Uh, so it's the number of teams that use us and the number of attendees and also the features. So we have three tiers in our pricing, depending on the, the features you use. So teams would go up the tier as they need more features and Mojo
0: out of the platform. Very cool, plosh When did you start building this? What year?
1: So we started in the summers of 2020, May of 2020,
0: mid 2020, the okay. middle of COVID. All right. So you get your first customer. How many customers are you serving today?
1: 110.
0: 110. Okay, holy mackerel. So I mean, can I take 110 times 2,000 average ARPU? You're doing about 230,000 dollars a month in MRR. Uh, a little north of
1: that. Oh,
0: n- north of 230. Okay, so like 240, 250. Yeah. 250? yeah. This is, this is incredible growth. So you've gone from nothing to almost $3 million run rate in under 24 months.
1: Yeah. So we launched only in Jan of 21. Uh, 2,
0: so. Okay. So we'll give you a little more credit <laughs> to, to, in 18 months then, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, look, by the way, I think this is just a great lesson. You know, people, founders always think I've got to have a brand new, super unique idea no one's ever done. You said, you know what? Events are hot. Let's just yep. do it for a very specific use case and look at what you're building. It's incredible.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Thanks a lot. All
0: right. So you're doing $250,000 a month today in revenue. Do you remember what you were doing last April?
1: Last April was just end of first quarter. So we were at 400K that time. Uh, 400K? Uh, annual ARR. So that would yeah, be got like it. 30K. 30K MRR.
0: Yep. 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 That's incredible. Okay. So, so, um, you so you got your first 30k and MR then in the first 4 months of 2021 since you launched in January 21 right yeah, yeah. how did you sign up these first you know 10 20 customers
1: so Nathan the first 10 20 customers were really through through a lot of growth hacking so my like me and my co-founder would reach out to the CEOs and CMOs asking for advice and talking about our view on the market uh, and we would ask community partners and you know people who get us exposure to CMOs and and um, Know, the marketers to do events. So our first big customer was Drift uh, that we signed because they spoke at Underscore's event, like the CEO, David Kanceli, spoke at Underscore's event that was hosted on Goldcast and Underscore was our investor. That's how we signed Drift. And then Drift, because it targets the same kind of persona, that gave us virality. So there's a huge virality in this business. Um, and that works best for us because we speak the language of those customers and not about general events. So uh, largely driven by like the first, after first 10 customers, it was mostly involved.
0: Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Okay. You mentioned a fundraise. So how much have you raised to date? 11 million. Okay. And when was the last round?
1: Last round was May of last year.
0: Okay. And how much was that for? That was 9.8 mil. 9.8. Okay. And so was that your seed or series A or what?
1: Uh, we call it the seed just because the stage we were at that time. we
0: mm-hmm. um, okay, Got it. So 9.8 seed round. And what valuation did you raise at?
1: We are in the middle of a fundraising, so I cannot disclose that, uh, that number.
0: Well, why does the fact that you're currently, I mean, the current people looking at you are going to ask for the last round valuation, right? So why does that mean you can't talk about the last valuation? <laughs> okay. I, okay um, or a range, or range. Was,
1: yeah, it was 40 to 50.
0: Okay, 40 to 50 pre-money. Post. Post, okay, got it. 40 to 50 post. I mean, that is a massive, as you know, valuation multiple, because you were doing 400k in AR at the time, right? So, I mean, you've you got effectively 100x multiple. Does that make you nervous about growing into that?
1: <laughs> so, Nathan, at that time, didn't no, because we had a super strong pipeline. We still have. So, we knew that we'll get to like two and a half. That's what we projected in our, in our numbers, like two and a half end of year. And so, that way, the multiple wasn't looking that crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm mindful of crazy
0: valuations as we go. Do you just, I mean, look, you can also just say, I know it's frothy. I don't care. I'm going for it all. I don't care about dilution. I'm gonna raise as much as I can to the highest valuation possible and see what happens.
1: <laughs> no, so I I would love to say that, but I don't subscribe to that, Ethan. I've seen enough of that picture play out, so I'm more of a more of a more sensible uh,
0: okay. guy in that respect. So you did the you did the 9.8 um, seed last year, and then you raised some more what in 2020?
1: That was in summer 2020, yeah.
0: But before you meant you said though you raised 11 million today. When was your oh, first round?
1: yeah. So the first round was actually, yeah, in 2020, uh June of 2020, that was a 1.5 million
0: round. Okay. Uh 1.5. So you did I mean you started in 2020, not 2021. Yes, yes. You just didn't have customers until 2021. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but by the way, that's a tr- just for all you guys listening, that's a great trick. A lot of founders use is they'll just move their start date to more recently, so the growth sounds way more impressive. But, but, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong. I get it, it's all a game. I, I take get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, but you raised 1.5 pre seed in 2020, and most folk, I mean, what was that like a 10 million cap, something like that? Yeah, okay. And was that on a note or was it priced round? That was a note. So, how, okay, I mean, that's more impressive. You raised basically no revenue, right? So, yeah. so why did people trust you when you said we're raising a 10 million valuation? How did you convince people to say yes?
1: We had a unique insight in the idea, and unique, but I would say a very strong point of view on how this would pan out and, you know, where the market would evolve. Uh, and we showed a lot of commitment at that time. Our team was strong, had background in MarTech and, and events, Um we dropped out of business school to go after this opportunity. So that gave confidence to people that, okay, you know, it's worth that kind of bet.
0: So a bit of a surprise for you today, and many of you know this, but some of you don't. There is a cheat code as a software startup to getting your finances right. And that cheat code is called Pilot. They do bookkeeping, tax, and give you financial expertise, perfectly customized for every single founder. And it's not just automated. This is critical with accounting because sometimes we need custom stuff done, whether it's a round or an exit or a sale or just something else. So they put actual experts on your account. And I said, pilot team, please give us a great deal they have. You can check it out at NathanMaca.com forward slash pilot. They've got expertise in startups. You'll get your own personal expert. And specifically, they're giving a great discount to all of you guys that start working with them today. They integrate with the best financial tools in the business like Stripe, Square, Brex, Gusto, Bill.com, Shopify, you name it, they're there. And they give world-class support and advice. This is the kind of stuff that I use to get my monthly PL balance sheet and cash flow statements done without hiring a full-time CFO on my team, I can get all this done for a fraction of the cost. Do it yourself at nathanlacka.com forward slash pilot. Start today. How many co-founders? Three. Okay. And did you guys just say 33, 33, 33 at the beginning or what?
1: Uh, Sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I guess let me ask you a question. A lot of people, in my opinion, founders at the beginning, they're lazy. They don't want to have tough conversations. So they split it evenly. (laughs) Right. If you have a tough conversation, usually someone ends up with a little more, a little less. So what kinds of here's my question. What kinds of things, the three of you talking on day one, um, made you guys give maybe somebody more or somebody less?
1: Uh so Nathan, in our case, it was actually a little straightforward because we like the two of us had started working on ideas since we got into business school in 2019. So the day we landed in Boston, our we started thinking ideas and um A third co-founder, he joined a little late. uh, So by the time the idea was already fleshed out, we were already in the middle of a
0: Okay. So this was like something like like 40%, 40%, 20% before investors came in, something like that.
1: A little better than that.
0: Okay. (laughs) A little better for you or him? No. No, for him. (laughs) Okay. So like 35, 35, 30, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) or what yeah okay very cool all right and then obviously you're raising right so you're getting dilution obviously but you're also scaling nicely what enabled you you mentioned virality right so i mean is that really what it was to go from 10 to 110 customers yeah exactly um
1: Mm. most of our customers like we we did some math recently like 90 percent of our customers we close are people who attended an event before talking to sales Mm -hmm. mostly two events ongoing test
0: yeah interesting and now you're raising capital today. How much are you targeting?
1: We are targeting
0: uh, 20. Mm-hmm. And what? On like 100 or something?
1: We don't know. Nathan. I won't force you to say early. that one since you're, ne-
0: <laughs> you're negotiating right now. But let me ask you, why do you need 20? Why is this a hard thing to build? Why do you need that much money?
1: So, Nathan, I think the product, the, most of this investment is going to build like a real sales and go-to-market team. So most of like this two and a half mil was closed uh, between you know, me and Kishore, my co-founder. And uh, we we have a sales team which is kicking right now, but still early days for us. So we want to build a repeatable uh, go-to-market motion, which is also not impacted by seasonality. So our, lo- our last year's revenue also looks you know, sinusoidal because we were largely reliant on events happening and then people discovering us. Um, mm-hmm. So, we want to build a more, more sustainable, not, I've noticed it's sustainable, but smooth um, go to market motion. So, mm-hmm. it's going to, go to sales and marketing.
0: And, and how many folks are on the team today full time?
1: Uh, Nathan, we have 80 people, uh, 45 in India and 35 in the US. Um, 45 in India are all engineers in some marketing.
0: Which uh, Pune, Chennai, Bangalore?
1: It's actually distributed in India. So we have only 10 people in what you would call tier one cities. Rest, everyone is in
0: their homes. How, tell me how you built that. I mean, I know a lot of SaaS companies now have, have great, very talented teams in India, but how did you build that team in, in India?
1: Uh, background, Ethan. So I was in, um, I did product management for two years at one of the largest tech companies in India. So Which I had one? a good network uh, in Mobi.
0: Ah, okay.
1: So I was in Mobi. I built a good network. I did my undergrad at a at a good school in India. So I had a network from there. So it was just mm-hmm. a lot of lot of network recruiting in the first, at least for the first 10, 15 people.
0: It's amazing. Okay. And mainly engineers. Yes. Okay. All right. So 80 on the team. Um, and how many folks are on the sales team today? Sales team is 12 people. Right 12. Do you have anyone that carries a quota yet?
1: Yeah, yeah. We have six AE's now. But all okay, well, joined in the last two to three months.
0: Yeah, so tell me about that, right? A lot of founders, they have difficulty deciding what comp package to give their first quota-carrying sales hires. How do you structure it? Uh,
1: so Nathan, ours is is actually typical of what you would see in this uh, kind of stage. Uh, typically, like their o- OTE would be, or their quota would be like 4 to
0: 5x of the OTE. Mm-hmm. So what is what do you have quota set at right now for an AE once they're fully ramped?
1: Uh, fully ramped, uh, we consider right now our time is like, four months, four to five months for fully ramped. And after that, it's uh, between 800 to 1 million, to 1.2 million.
0: Okay, got it. So you want them closing on average about a million bucks in new ARR per year? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Now, obviously, no one's fully ramped up yet, right? Because you just hired, how many? So you said you hired 12 people in the last three months on the sales team?
1: Uh, Not everyone, but most of the AEs, yes, in the last three
0: months. How many are quota carrying?
1: Also, out of the 12 people, there are six PDRs and six AEs. Six A's okay. all carry Coda.
0: I see. Okay. And so is it a one to one ratio, one BDR to one AE? Yes. And how do you split up which leads which AEs get?
1: So right now they're split by um, by in alphabetical order. So we know <laughs> you know where it's coming. We're still <laughs> figuring that out early stage.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a good way to do it to, until you figure <laughs> it out. Um, yeah. and then I guess this is a tough question, but it's an important one. How do you know when you have to fire a rep? like let's say they're past four months and they're still not heading quota, right? Is that your problem as a company, giving them leads or is that they're a bad salesperson? When do you fire them?
1: <laughs> so we haven't had to do that fortunately, Nathan, yet. But I guess uh, we, we, track, we have started tracking stuff like win rates, for example, right? And we know what they look l- like in normal situations. So win rates would be a
0: big thing. Um, and also- what, what do you target goal, there? What tar- what's the target win rate? So our opportunity to
1: close rate is
0: 25%. Okay. Which
1: is actually pretty good for uh, an industry that's competitive. So uh, we will obviously we can give some leeway there, but it's mainly based on the win rates.
0: I love that. Okay, and then you don't have a ton of history here, but gross revenue churn is about what?
1: We don't, Nathan. Right now, we are um, we are at slightly north of 110% net retention. Okay, net look, peel back retention.
0: that onion for me, though. How much is expansion mm-hmm. versus churn?
1: Uh, so off this, we will, let's say we started with a hundred dollars. We will have churned $20 and expanded $30.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So churn's actually fairly high, but expansion is higher. I would say 20% churn is high. Yeah. Okay. But that makes sense. 20 and 30. Now what's the most effective thing that your sales reps are upselling? Is it number of seats? Is it features? Is it some utility based metric?
1: It's based on, uh, it's. It's, it's based on the number of attendees that they get. So, obviously, choosing the tier, the right tier for your company is, is one thing, but the number of attendees.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you, you have a lot. I mean, you, you, you price up a couple of things, right? So, like number of organizer seats included, stages. Yeah. So, like how many stages are there? But the number of att- attendees, one you say is the most powerful, which is interesting though, because you have a thousand under growth premier and enterprise. You don't yeah. require them to pay more, right? Where do I see that pricing?
1: So yes, we, we charge on number of attendees also once you cross thousand. So either companies come and say, Oh, I I'll, I'll foresee ten thousand this year and we'll give them a, a package or they pay as they go. Oh,
0: I and see. And that
1: price would depend anywhere, would vary anywhere between, you know, three to ten dollars, depending on the kind of event. So there's some math involved there at the back. I see, still. I
0: see. Very cool. Okay. I love this story. What a great story. Um, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book
1: uh favorite business book is uh only the paranoid
0: survive mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> who are you most worried about right now
1: most worried about right now is um you mean who or what sorry
0: you answer it could be a person or okay. what <laughs>
1: Who I'm I'm worried about, honestly, my wife and my kid, because I have been away from them for two months. (laughs) That's
0: (laughs) a diplomatic... I was (laughs) hoping for like a competitor CEO or a competitor. You say your wife and your kids. It's funny. Okay. All right. Number two, what's your favorite online... Or sorry, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Manny Medina from Outreach. Big fan. Mm -hmm.
0: Are you in any acquisition talks with Outreach? No. No. Not at all. I don't know if I believe you. That would be a perfect fit. You and Manny would be a perfect fit.
1: (laughs) Thank you, but uh, still too early, I guess, for acquisition.
0: Interesting. All right, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building GoldCast?
1: Favorite online tool? We we use uh, B-Pro or B-Plugin a lot, which is a page builder. Amazing. Use it at a lot of places. What's it called? B-Plugin. B-Plugin? B-Plugin. e. 4 e. Oh,
0: got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. And situate well, when you're married with one kid? Yes. <laughs> All right, and how old are you? i'm thirty two. thirty two. Last question, Something you wish you knew when you were twenty.
1: Oh, uh, I wish I knew career career trajectory is is never linear or predictable, so mm-hmm. take more risks earlier.
0: Guys, there you have it. Officially launched in 2020 with a uh, $1.5 million pre-seed round, around a $10 million valuation. They then got their first customers in 2021. Again, goldcast.io, helping folks do events, but specifically for revenue generation purposes within marketing teams. $30,000 a month in revenue a year ago, now over $250,000 a month as they look to scale. uh, $9.8 million seed round last year at between a $40 and $50 million valuation. Big revenue multiple, but he's comfortable and excited about growing into it. We'll see what happens. Palash, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, David.